Welcome everybody to another episode of the Higher Learning Podcast. We're back on a Tuesday special edition. I got an interview today. Be sure to follow us on a Politicking Network on YouTube, Politicking Broadcasting. Follow our blog, thepoliticanforum.com. Also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at HNS420. And also look out for our weekly interviews on Wednesday and Thursday. I want you to also go ahead and look up my guest for today. Mr. Super Rich, what's going on, fam? How, do, how hey, you doing? What's up, Ron? How you been doing, man? Man, I've been good, man. I've been good. Just, you know, cool it. It's, I mean, try to cool it. Hot ass California, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it's the same in Chicago. I appreciate you letting me on to the show, man, today, man. <laughs> no problem, man. It's a pleasure of mine to have you, man. So, uh, how your day been going so far, bro? And long and hot, man. Just really trying to stay cool out here, man. For real. Got to. Man, it's hard. It's hard to stay cool out here. I ain't gonna hold you. I already know. I've been out there a few times. I checked it out. I know it's it's a hundred and something out there. It goes that <laughs> it go it go that high. It's it's crazy out there. It go that high. That's that's something I can't do. I got it in every room. You ain't never lie. I see the henny. I see you got the henny henny glass. Is the henny inside the henny glass? Yes, it is. You see it. <laughs> I put a little bit. You know, I don't want to go crazy. I feel it. I feel it. So we gonna get right into it. Super rich. So, what part of Chicago are you from? Like, give us a little background on yourself. Well, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Uh, I grew up on Woods, um, Inglewood, and. Um, you know, just dealing with the everyday struggles of life, you know, just taking it day by day, you know, um, six, seven. So, you know, that height, they expected me to hoop, but I couldn't do it. It wasn't in my blood, you know. Damn. But yeah, I just decided that I was just going to head and do music. It's been in because I was dealing with so much coming right. from where I come from, you know, and all I've seen was violence, you know. Mm. I was even a part of that violence. So Damn. coming from that point, I had really no other choice but to talk about it. I was always a writer. Right. All the time. I always was sitting back writing about pains and struggles because that's all I knew. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. That segues into my next question for you. So being part of the violence and witnessing so much violence, you know, um, Chicago has been at the top of the list for the most dangerous cities in America for you know a few years now. You know what I'm saying? Um, what can you speak about the vibe and the atmosphere of the, of, that, of the streets and what was going on from your perspective? Well, first of all, I want to say that don't don't get it twisted like that. I mean, I know, you know, it's bad, but don't be afraid, man. Just come on, enjoy yourself. It's a lot of good places. You can go downtown. You can do things, eat pizza, Giordano's. It's Harold's Chicken. You know we famous for the chicken. <laughs> so come on down, man. It's other things that you can't get with. But right. in the meantime, in between time, be very careful. Right. Don't tread lightly. Right. You know? So you think the media is like overblowing it, like thinking that, oh, if you come to Chicago, you're going to get killed and all. You know what I'm saying? How they paint the picture. You can get killed anywhere. Facts. Facts. You know? So it's all about how you present yourself. You Facts. know, don't Facts. come down here on that rah rah. I'm taking over. I'm going to do something. If you ain't familiar with people or don't know nobody, just stay to yourself. Mind your business. Easy. Easy. That's that simple. You know. That's an easy call. 
suggest that something. That's an easy call. So me, us, you know, I'm from Cali, of course. You know, I'm in California, about 45 minutes outside of L.A. So my only, you know, the only representation or depiction of the, of Chicago has been, you know, Michael Jordan or, you know, the shows like The Shy. You know what I'm saying? It gave yeah. me a depiction on, on a small scale of how, how it could be. You know, the street is street wise. Is it something like that where it's just a, a string of shit that's happening uh, as a domino effect of other shit that happened? No, it's really just everybody trying to get money. Right. Know? And everybody really, it ain't like it used to be. Put it like that. Right. The streets ain't the same no more where you had different heads controlling things and making sure things didn't get too out of hand, but it was bad. It don't got worse now because gangs is with gangs and gangs is with gangs. Right. You know, everybody is in one whole cluster. And that's insane. I see it every day. Right. So I don't deal with it. I used to. I was a part of that struggle. I changed everything. Directing right. that. That's my group. It's my man. It's my boy behind that. He owned the label. He told me to change. He, he asked me to change. You know, he helped me rearrange myself into who I am today. Right. That's that's pretty amazing to do that. People underrate, you know what I'm saying, getting out of street life and doing anything because it, it's, it's hard to, from my understanding, get out of that life once you're already in it. So to be able to change, you know, you, you underrate it for, for being able to change and, and, and go down a different path. Trying to. I've been shot nine times, kidnapped. Stabbed in the back. I've been through the struggle. I've been through warfare. I know what warfare is. Right, and right. I'm not, I'm not dissing the shorties. Y'all do y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if you ain't ready to walk up and knock a nigga head off point blank range, don't get yourself involved, man. Facts. Y'all shorties, listen to that. Easy. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel your struggle. I was there with you, you know? Right. If you ain't ready to go do that, then don't even do it, man, because it come with the territory. You know what you got yourself in for. Facts, facts. That's what's up, man. That's real shit, man. That's real shit. So musically, Chicago has produced a lot of great artists, you know, over the years. You got the Common, Kanye, Chance the Rapper, Lil Durk, you know what I'm saying, G Herbo, Lupe, the list goes on and on. Um, from Chicago, who are your list of influence musical influence for you? Well, I, everybody's an influence to me. I take a piece of everybody. I just can't leave it here in Chicago. It, it's, this world is big. It's wide. Right. It's open to whatever you like, whatever you want to do. Right. You know, I, I can never limit myself. I love all of them. Right. You know, I take a listen to all of them. Right. I stay on top of all of them, but I cannot limit myself. Limit yourself. Right. Chicago music. That's what's you know. up. I like hearing that because, you know, growing up over here on the West Coast, you know, we had times where we dominated the music industry and then we got times where we were shut out. So I don't, I don't even know if, if you hear any West Coast artists get spins in places like Chicago or New York or the South, you know what I'm saying? Like it's been a mystery. So to hear that coming from you, you know, kind of confirms, I know you ain't the only one I think like that. No, I'm not really. I'm not actually the only one that think like that. It's a, it's a whole group of people that think like that. Right. You know, right. I know some people personally that think like that. Right. Got to be willing to think like that. You know? Facts. You Facts. Be willing to. 
You know, you got to be willing to get outside the box. They set boundaries up for us, and we're not willing to cross those lines because we are afraid, right. we're afraid to see what's on the other side. I'm not. Right. You know, that's right. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Right. You know, I feel it. I can't, I can't it. set myself up to a point where it's which I'm stuck inside the box. Right. You know, it's the opening, but you scared to go out of it. Man. All that opening, and you stayed in one little conformed in one little space. That's that's insanity right there. I can't do it. I feel it. I feel it. Your seagull, superfood. Let's talk about it, man. I know you just dropped it. Let's talk yeah. about superfood. Yeah, I just dropped it. Uh, superfood was basically, um, actually more like an accident. <laughs> it was actually an accident, to tell you the truth. It happened. I was in the room. And I had to go to the studio um, in like less than 30, I think like 30 minutes. Then I had nothing created. So I, I laid back in the bed and I started writing and everything started coming together that fast, that quick. So I went to the studio. I'm like, come on, man, let's do this song. So JP, that's my man. Shout out to JP. He a great engineer. Uh, he produced the song for me, uh, beat, everything. Uh, and we get in the studio, you know, I don't smoke weed like that. You know, I right. smoke sometimes. He fire up the greenery, you know, he get the chiefing on that. I right. always throw a little something. I bring some Obama, some purple sun, you know, some put him a smoke on because he like to smoke like that. So we get to sitting back, we get to vibe a little bit. I said, let's do it. So I go in the studio. So. I get to talking real love, you know, sexy like with the song, <laughs> my super food, and it start to happen, and I start to fit. I'm like, wow. So I got into the vibe, then so I start to create it. So, uh, the uh, my guy, uh, D, he was there. He had to open up the blinds and look at me like, what you at that doing, boy? You know, so he made got me more intense. So I started vibing with it. I did the first verse and the hook. It was on point. I was going crazy in the studio. You know when you got something good, you lose your mind. Right, right, facts. I lost my mind. I was so happy. Came back later on and put the second verse on it. And I said, I'm gonna drop it. And that's why that's how that happened. So was that like all in one day? No, it was like I did the first the first part of it. The uh, the hook and the verse, uh, the first verse that they came back on, came back to it. I think uh, it was the next Sunday. I came back to it, and we 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 had a we had some rough patches with the second verse. Ran into a, a couple of rough patches with it, but we did it. We got it done. We got it done. That's all that matters. That's what's up. That's what's up. And you got a video to it and everything, right? Oh, not yet. I, I want the song to be out there first. Um, Got you. Ready to do the video, but not yet. I'm trying to get more views. I'm trying to get people to listen first before I get them the visual. Right. I feel it. I feel it. So get people. Just, get yeah, just all about step by step. You know, give them time to hear it. Creating a demand, right? Exactly. That's what I'm doing. That's right. That's right. What I'm doing. I respect it. I respect it. So switching gears a little bit. Um, the how are the streets of Chicago or the town impacted when things happen with, you know, the police killings? I always want to know from that city's perspective, 
you know, the George Floyds and the Sandra Blands and the Michael Browns and stuff like that happened. How was the atmosphere out there? Oh, we had the we had the, the military out here blocking the streets, you know, keeping us from going downtown. I, I myself wasn't involved in that. I don't believe in that, you know, right. because we have been doing that for years. Right. And it hasn't changed. Change anything. So why do we keep doing the same thing over and over again? when nothing changes you right know? so yeah it impacted us really really hard we was i'm looking out my window and they running in the beauty supply store they running in grocery stores they definitely was in the shoe store i think i got some of that footage on my phone actually dang villa um, was attacked it's a uh it's a, it's a little shoe store they have a little nike stuff in that and they was attacked they was running out and they they, they tore down a a a strong obstacle it was like a wall of steel and they ripped it down i was like wow so we was definitely impacted by all that mess but i don't believe that we can just limit it to chicago because right. it's affecting the whole world right in that same right definitely i mean it looked like that a lot out here you know the freeways blocked streets is yeah. blocked Niggas yeah. running out of stores. And like you said, like, I understand the frustrations, but we got to try to strategically do something else because that ain't working. It's not. We've been doing it. We've been doing We've been tearing it. up the streets. We've been protesting. We've been holding up signs. Right. So what right. I do feel like they say, they say, I seen one girl, uh, it was in my Facebook feed. It said that uh, we are not our ancestors. So you know what that meant? We gonna tear this mo up, right? You know right. Right. Them. And I've been seeing a lot of people. These these Caucasians, yeah. Like say white people, yeah. They've been they've been getting KO'd. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> they a lot. KO'd. I'm not gonna lie. And a lot. I think. And every time I see that, I'm like, man, George going down. Things are changing. And you know, uh, I seen that. They was in Atlanta at the Ku Klux Klan headquarters or something like that. Yeah. They had the long, in Atlanta, they had the long line of, of people with weapons, black people with weapons, just AKs, AR-15s, things what? of this nature. You know, and I don't know their laws out there. I don't know if they was fully automatic or what, but it was right. crazy because I'm seeing this. Like, yes, we are not our ancestors. Yeah, I mean, that... that that had definitely has a double meaning i think as far as not taking no shit, we aren't our ancestors but one thing our answers ancestors did do our answers successors weren't afraid to die they weren't afraid to die for the cause because when i seen george floyd had that knee on his neck for nine minutes and we had four or five people sitting there recording it no one wanted to Put it all on the line and go knock that police officer or at least push him off his neck like that and right. get apprehended or get beat or whatever like you're just recording and watching this man die like right i don't think our, our ancestors would have took that shit. somebody would have did something to get that police officer off his neck you know what i'm saying so i think you know in certain in certain ways we gotta be more like them but i'm glad that we do we saying like we'll fight like y'all ain't just finished just gonna put us in a concentration camp we will fight yeah, yeah that it's real out here now and 
like you said, they would have died, but you know, now it's their turn. Yeah, exactly. So speak, I don't want to see no violence. I, you know, I've been through it, so I know how it feels to be involved with it. But it's what's what we're dealing with day to day. Day to day is what we're dealing with. Facts, facts. That's fair. That's big facts. So it's superfood out. I know you just dropped it. Um yeah. Is, are you doing an EP next or an album? Is that lead, leading to a whole project? I don't know yet. I'm trying to really pump Superfood. Uh, I'm kind of like really, right now I don't know. I couldn't tell you whether I was going to do an album or EP yet. i got plenty backup music. I can drop one tomorrow if I want to. Right. But I'm not ready yet. I don't think that Superfood has been out there long enough for me to go to the next level of really dropping some new music yet you know right right i'm right. going to grab this first and then after this i think i'll be ready to do something i haven't decided yet most right. likely it'll probably be an ep i don't know yet. right 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 like you say you just taking it day by day pushing yeah. super food letting it build momentum and then make your decision after that right that's what's up that's what's up we're gonna continue y'all y'all push that go listen to super food on all platforms <laughs> single single you want to listen to his single p-a-f-o-o-d not s-u-p-e-r right mixed up super not super right exactly super food right super rich super food y'all on all platforms so if you could collaborate with anybody dead or alive who who would it be pop (laughs) that was quick i can't i can't deal with no pop I grew hey Pop was my man. I mean Pop I listen I don't care what nobody say. Ah. That lifestyle was my I feel like me and Pop was twins. I feel like the things that he said was me, you know, and it was me. I was doing that same stuff. The same stuff he was talking about. I was doing it. I was doing it. I was doing it. I was doing it. I was doing it every single day. Damn. Every day I was doing it. That's crazy to hear that. I just stopped getting tattoos. Right, right, right. Uh, Believe me, I wanted more tattoos, but I stopped getting them. I I felt like, okay, that's enough, you know, because I'm from the hood. I don't know about going to no professional. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about my man from jail, Bam, rest in peace. He was a great tattoo artist. And he from the street where I was. I say, hey, man, I need a tattoo. And we did it all. We took ashes, put it in the top, and dabbed it, and this and that. And that was the tattoo. All my tattoos, hood tattoos. I don't have no professional tattoos. I standing on the corner, sitting on the cock with my arm out. Getting tied it up on the block, smoking, smoking the blunt. Right, right. Damn, that's crazy. You said that, Pac, man. Pac was so like you said. You know, you know everything he did from the, you know, being a revolutionary, being raised by a Black Panther. You know, going fighting the police, actually shooting at the police. You know, um, and then you know his unfortunate demise. You know, being set up by whoever. I've heard so many different stories about who did what and how it happened and who was to blame. But when you when you look at all the shit he was talking about, a lot of those interviews, Pac was 21 or 22 talking like that. And yeah. I, I'm 38 now, so I'd be like, 
that nigga Pac was like, I wasn't nowhere near that at 21. He was way ahead of the game. He was way yes, ahead. He yes, he was. And that was a big influence in my life. If any artist was, I really try to stay neutral. But if any artist had any impact in my life, it was Pac. Which I had to, which my man's from Direct Connect, best friend, told me to change it up. Because that's all I did. Kill people. Murder rap. That's all I did. You know, I had to change it from that. You know, right. It, it, it just happened. You know, people sometimes, you know, even though I did have a father, sometimes it takes somebody to talk to you. You know, really right. sit down and talk to you. Because my father, we didn't have the greatest of bonds. Uh, me and his bond was basically go get a job, you know, but then I'm over here dreaming. Right. You know, he never considered my dreams. And so right. for someone to consider my dreams and really have a conversation with me about my dreams. Right. Impact me. Right. I can kind of relate to that with you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom passed when I was 15. So all I had was my pops and, you know, my pops was, he, he was, a, he was a good man, but you know, it was like these conversations weren't had and I used to be mad about it. You know what I'm saying? Not considering dreams and not, but I thought about it more deeply and realizing that, you know, his generation was, a, was a generation or two removed from segregation. So that generation was all they knew was work and keep your head above water. They was on that. They weren't on trying to advance, trying to own. So I feel like our generation taking it to ownership. Let's get this, let's get that. That's black businesses, and then the next generation should take it to another level. So now that I understand that, it helped me stop being mad about not being taught certain things by pops besides get a damn job. You feel me? Right, exactly. That's what my father told me, get a job. And I'm like, I want bigger than that. I'm an adventurer. Right. I'm not a nine to five. Exactly. I don't believe in waking up at nine to go to work and then come back at five to go to bed. Right, and then wake up and do the same thing again. That's not me. I'm a bitch. Right. I like things to be different. I like to find other things out in life. I like to go places mm -hmm. like do stuff that's not just stuck at a nine to five type of level. People right. just do that to me. I call them just nine to five. You don't <laughs> have no dream. You don't have no life. To me, that's no life. Right. Yeah. You gotta find something that you want to get that seems like it's impossible to have. Yeah. Yeah. Reach it's about the, yeah to me it's about controlling time i mean we, we could talk about the amount of money you make in being rich but you know for me if i made 150 bands a year and i control my time and somebody said do i want that or do i want a job making a million dollars a year i'm taking 150 bands and control my time because i just never liked the the idea of having a clock in and clock out and go to lunch when someone tell me to. And if I come back five minutes late, they on my ass. But then if I go to lunch with them and they the boss, it's cool to come back 20, 30 minutes late. I don't like the hypocrisy and control. So I'm like, I don't like being controlled like that. So I'm with you like nine to five shit. Just, I just never been into, I've done it cause I got kids and shit. But if I put myself, I've been, been able to put myself in position. It's not to have to rely on that. So I'm with you on that, bro. So switching gears a little bit, a lot of rappers, you know, we, sp we speaking of the violence, man, we, we've lost a lot of rappers to gun violence within the last 
two or three years heavy, you know, from Nipsey to King Von to, you know, different people, you know, Pop Smoke. Um, I don't want to miss anybody. I know it's a lot more guys, but that's just to name a few. Um, how do you change, try to change the trajectory of our rappers going forward or try to, you know, not end up in that position being from the streets? Well, you know what pays, you know, violence, sex, it all pays, you know, and uh, it'd be a lot of gang banging, gang gang, you right. know, that's what it's about. Uh, they, they just stuck in that lifestyle. That's all they know, you know, it, it's different, you know, from just speaking pain. You know, we speak pain, we tell how we feel, but it's different now. It, it, don't, it don't actually leak into the industry. As right. far as rappers, they fighting each other now, you know, and it's serious because people die. Rappers are getting killed behind this, you know, and uh, to me, it's, it is what it is, you know, it is what it is. And if I can change it, I would, I would change it. And the only thing, only trajectory that I can see changing is you. It starts with you. Right. If you want to make that change, you do it. But they think about, think about it like this. If you stop doing that, where well, your sales going to go. You know? How people going to look at you now? Right. You know? What right. they look at you as, oh, you're a pussy. Right. Because you saw you soft as hell because you don't want to talk about it no more. You don't want to do it no more. See how you looked at now? Right. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of fucking pressure. Right. I know niggas can talk like it, like they ain't got no fear, but bullshit. Fear happens regardless if you want it or not. Stop it. Don't show. Right. It's going to be there. You can grit your teeth and look as mean as you want to. But under that, we know what time it is. I already know. On everything. On everything. So being a a nigga that don't like the nine and five thing, you know, I'm sure there's other things you would like to get into. So outside of rap, what else do you see yourself doing? You know, film or directing or anything like that? It's only a plan A for me. I don't I can't see that. You know, I've been listening to a lot of people who have who talk and say things, you know, like when they, when you go to college, you know, I ain't been to college, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't even finish high school. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, when you go to college, you got a minor and then you got a major, you know what I'm saying? They give you two options. With me, there is no option. There's a major and there's this music. Other than that, I don't know. I don't want to do nothing else as much as I want to. I don't want to do nothing else. I don't. I feel it. I feel it. When you love something like that, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. So, being from Chicago, I don't know if you're into sports or not, but I always got to ask this question. You know, I don't know how old you are, but we grew up watching Michael Jordan, you know, got caught Kobe Bryant. You know, being from Chicago, are you a Michael Jordan guy or you a Kobe Bryant guy? Jordan. 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 What are you talking about, man? Jordan, man, are you crazy? No. 
No, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, Kobe, Michael Kobe. Jordan. I'm, I look, Kobe, rest in, rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah. Mike Jordan. That's all I want to say. Michael Jordan. That, I mean, it's hard to, it, it, it's hard to argue with Mike. The guy floated. Jordan floated. Kobe did the move, but he didn't have that float. You know, right. that glide, that stride. He made it happen, but he right. had that finesse, that right. prettiness, that float. You know, Jordan yeah. floated through the air and made it look so good. Kobe made it look good too, but not as good as Jordan. I don't care. You can block it. You can beat Jordan up, whatever. I don't care. You still ain't did it. You can't do it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kobe. You Rest in peace, Kobe. Shout but, out. To me, those are the two best basketball players ever. You know, some yeah. people, most people have Jay. Some people have Cole. I'm a Kobe guy myself, but yeah. I recognize Jordan is Jordan is the guy. He got the resume. So those are my, yeah, my two guys. Yeah, Kobe, I, I'm, I'm digging Kobe. I, he wasn't a, a mouther, you know. Um, yeah. He was smooth with it, but he yeah. was just more smoother. I'm not going to lie. It's not, it's not even about being from Chicago. Right. Because if, if I was staying where you was at, I'd be like George. Right. Like, That's too smooth the way he did. He just yeah, floated George. like man, George was amazing, man. man. Made, come on, man. Kobe was a, he was the shot clock. I got it. Don't worry. Right. You know, right. I'd say he did it all. He did it all, but he didn't do it first. That's he a big fact right there. Didn't do it first. Anything, he didn't do it first. Anything after that is just a carbon copy. Right. 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 That's real. That's real. As a Kobe fan, I can't say that. I can say that much. You know what I'm saying? Jordan definitely came first. And, you know, people, mo a lot of people say if Kobe did it back, if he came first, then maybe the conversation is different. But Jordan just came first. Be. It definitely would be. You know, so that, no, that's, that's, that's a number 23, too. Yeah, 24, 23, 20. Yep. He probably would have been 23 back then. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and then, uh, we you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. We ain't going to talk about your boy. <laughs> <laughs> we I'll be asking, hey, look, LeBron. Ask, look, I'll be asking you questions next. Uh. <laughs> Straight up. I'm not a LeBron James guy, you know. Oh no, no, you didn't. See, I didn't want to go there. See, hey, no, we straight we, up there. Yeah, we 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 gonna leave Brian alone. We gonna let yeah, him live. We gonna leave Brian alone because you know what we're going with for real. I like him off the court, so I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Brian alone. Okay, yeah, leave alone for some powder. Just fall out the sky on us. Right, right. Shout out to Brian. Matter of fact, shout out to Brian. Shout uh, out please, to Brian. Uh, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, man. I don't want no powder on my clothes, man. None, none. I don't want none of that shit, Brian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man. We most definitely got to let everybody hear Superfood. Yeah, I got oh, you. No doubt. Let's do, let's do it. Super Fool, we about to play a little snipper for y'all. Yeah, we go. We go hit a little slip, a little snippet for y'all real quick. Super Fool. Check me out. I can't help myself. You got me feeling something else. 
Super rich, follow him on all platforms, yo. Yes, sir. I'm trying to get them panties sweats, you know. <laughs> trying to wet them up over there, boy. <laughs> trying to wet them up, trying to wet them up. I feel it. I feel it. That shit was hot. Super food, y'all. Go you. listen to it on all platforms, man. Get them spins up. Run that shit up. Run that shit up. You know what I'm saying? We want y'all to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, HNS420. Follow the Politic and Broadcasting channel on YouTube and also our blog at thepoliticinform.com. Thank you all for tuning in for another version of Higher Learning Podcast with my man, Super Rich. Y'all go stream that super food. Thank you, my brother, man. I appreciate the interview, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you putting me on today, man. Ron, you the greatest, man. Have fun, man. That's all you. Pleasure is mine, brother. Love. All right, one love, bro.